Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance, avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. What's up, everybody, and welcome to The Early Edge. It is Wednesday, not Tuesday. I know we're programmed a little differently today because I thought Tuesday was Monday. Here we are in the middle of the week. We've got a lot of bowl games. We've got a lot of NBA games. We've got a lot to talk about. I see all of you in the chat already putting picks in the chat, which I absolutely love. I'm going to address some of those picks in just a second. Let's address how we did yesterday before we bring in the stars of the show. Uh, a few more, well, I should say a few X's and two green check marks. Uh, one thing to point out here, Buckets hit his play, but he also had two live plays that he put out on the show yesterday. Many of you in the chat already know both of those hits. Uh, I actually see Buckets in the chat as well, so I'm sure he's touting uh, those picks as well. Scheduling note, we've got a college football preview coming to you at 3 o'clock Eastern Standard Time today. We're going to cover basically the rest of the college football slate Basically, starting tomorrow forward, we're going to be covering all of those games, including, obviously, the college football playoff games. All right. That's enough on scheduling. That's enough on recap. I hope you're having a great Wednesday. I'm having a great Wednesday in part because of the stars of the show. We have an absolutely packed bunch here. It's a full house, uh, an embarrassment of riches. And frankly, I want to get right to it. We've got Tim Doyle with the hammer. And for the record, Tim, I got to go to you before we bring up the marquee matchups. Did you know? I mean, you're you're so popular. You're on so many shows. You might not be aware. I'm pretty sure you're undefeated on this show. Oh, geez. Are you honest? I'm happy Martin has his uniform on. Is that a onesie? I was because every time I'm on the show, it's the same top. Does it like connect underneath Martin, or is that a, just a shirt and you wear separate pants? No, there's nothing underneath. No pants. <laughs> <laughs> there we have it. All right, uh, we'll get to we'll get to Martin Green in a little bit because I know he's always active in the chat on Wednesday, and of course he's got some soccer picks to give out. But let's bring up the marquee matchups. We're gonna go rapid fire in the NBA with Mikey B, with Mike McClure, and of course with Tim Doyle. We're gonna start. With the 76ers at the Magic, Magic favored by two and a half here. It's a 228 and a half point total. Mikey B, I'm going to start with you. Where are you at on this one? Yeah, I'm going to follow the Magic here. Big news, Joel Embiid is out. The 76ers are 0-4 without him this season. Not only is he out, but Nick Batum is out. He's important for them when they have to go small. Uh, So I'm going to follow the Magic, minus two and a half. All right, Mike McClure, we got the Magic minus two and a half. Uh, This is the second leg of a back-to-back. I believe they played the Washington Wizards in Washington yesterday. Where are you at on this one? Yeah, number of teams on the second out of back-to-back here. Uh, As far as clicking on the 76ers, I'm not going to do it. I do think that they can uh, really make this a competitive game for three and a half quarters. 
but really, I think they lack a lot without having Joel Embiid. Obviously, we all kind of know that. But where I think it changes most of this game is I think it changes the pace of play. So I typically play a ton of NBA unders. Uh, I lean to the over in this game. Have it at 231. I think that they play a lot faster. Uh, and then, of course, you have the Magic second night of a back-to-back. A -back, uh, little more difficult to bring the defensive intensity. Going to have the small ball lineup on the floor. So I lean over more than anything. Very interesting. Tim Doyle, what's your take on this game? Yeah, I mean, I love the Magic. Like, if I could adopt them as a fourth child, I would. I already, yes, I already have three children, Sia. And, yes, I drive a minivan with two sunroofs, okay? No, you don't. Yes, I do. I have tickets, Orlando 40-1 to 1 to win the East. Now, is that a waste of money? Probably, because we all know Boston's the best team. But if Porzingis gets hurt or Tatum or both, I think they can beat anybody in the Eastern Conference. I'm confident they're going to win a series. So – um, that's how high I am. You want to know why? Because they have Paolo and they got Franz and they're going to pump you up. Go magic here. Okay. That's an old school Saturday Night Live reference, which I think only 3% of the chat understood, but it's worth it, right? That was a great rep. And by the way, Tim, I secretly idolize you and I'm, I'm coming out with it right now because you played college basketball in the Big East. That alone, you're, you're a handsome man. You're stylish with your shirt. I love the, the black and white contrast there, all of those things. But then you drop the minivan thing and now it's all out the window. It's all out the minivan window. It's all out that minivan sunroof or that other sunroof. I got to be honest, super disappointed. And quite frankly, I'm a little shocked. So I just want to move on to the Raptors minus six and a half after the lowly Washington Wizards. That's my team. Yes, I still claim them. It's a 239 and a half point total. Mikey B, I'm going right back to you. Where are we at on this one? Are we taking the favorite road team Raptors minus six and a half? I have a third row extended SUV with only one sunroof for my two children. So Tim's got me beat with the minivan. Uh, I'm going to fade the Raptors here. They've lost eight of their last 10 games. It's a good spot for them. Uh, they are playing the Wizards, but the Wizards have been pretty competitive at home. Uh, the Raptors, just, I don't, they just don't seem to have it this year. I think they're going to be one of the teams that blows things up at the trade deadline. Anunoby's a free agent at the end of the season. Um, so I'm going to go with the Wizards here at plus six and a half. All right. Well, Mike, uh, are you going to take the Wizards uh, plus six and a half, and do you own a minivan? Uh, I do not own a minivan. Um, you know, I want to hear Tim talk about his cup holders. That's usually where we graduate to. So hopefully that comes out in his next take. Uh, <laughs> now, as far as this game here, it's one I want absolutely no part of. I have it very close uh, on both the spread and the total. If you force me to play something here, Sia, it would be a very gross under at 239 and a half. Uh, I don't think either team is obviously very good. I do agree with Mikey B. The Raptors kind of end up blowing things up. Um, so I'm mostly off of this game. I don't have a lot for it. It's one where I'm very close to the market with the model. So no, uh, no play here for me. All right. Uh, Tim, what's the play here? If anything, God McClure, it's like we hang out too much. You know what I mean? When you already know, I was going to talk about my 36 cup holders and then I can host a fraternity party in my minivan. Okay. But little known fact, I also have a vacuum. That hooks up in the trunk, okay, and then boom, boom, Barner. I'm not going to those vacuum places. I got my own vacuum indoors, okay? Um, Washington played yesterday. I hate the Wizards. I think the Wizards are actually worse than the Pistons. Now, the record doesn't prove that. I'm going to bet this because I hate this game because here's what the Wizards do. You're beating them by 15, and then they make all these shots in the fourth quarter. Like last night, Orlando was favored by 7.5. They were lucky to win by 8. I'm just going to bet Toronto here. Minus 260 in a money line, throw it in a parlay. 
That way it's a fixed rate of whatever you bet in the parlor. You're not laying 260. We all know you don't lay 260 in this game. I think the Wizards stink. There's no other way to say it. They don't guard. They got bad leadership. Jordan Poole's your best player. No one likes him. Uh, so the Raptors, you can't lose this game. So I'm not laying the points, though. Give me Moneyline Raptors. Yeah, I have no comment on the uh, on the, the Wizards uh, stuff there. Uh, but, you know, Maestro has some comments. My, Larry Hartstein is in the chat. He, say, he says, I've seen Mike's apartment building in downtown Nashville, and I don't think they allow minivans in that garage. Uh, good to know. Uh, not, not surprising at all. If you have questions for Maestro, listen, Martin Green's in the chat. It looks like Buckets is in the chat. And, of course, the Maestro is in the chat as well. If I'm missing somebody, we basically have the whole crew on the show and in the chat. So ask away. I've got the Bucks minus 4.5 at the Nets. This one's at 7.40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 240.5 point total. Mikey B, what, what do you like, if anything, in this one? Bucks minus four and a half. The Nets just played the Pistons on Tuesday. They barely beat them. They've won back-to-back games against the Pistons, but they had lost five straight before then. Cam Thomas is becoming a trucker who's hindering the rest of their starting five. Uh, the Bucks have won nine of their last 11 games. Seven of those victories were by at least nine points. Great spot here for the Bucks. All right, uh, Mike McClure, do you agree? Giannis is questionable in this game. That's the big news here. Uh, this line, to me, indicates there's a chance that he doesn't play in this game. I tend to think he probably still does, but based off where the line is, I know that the Nets are on the second night of a back-to-back at home. Uh, I'm staying off of it right now. If I had to play something, it would be the Bucks team total under uh, the massive number at this spot. All right, before we get to you, Tim, uh, some of the, some of the regulars, really all of the regulars in the chat as well, Mark Buckles, Wenzel Walker, Chris Kish, uh, Ben Horner, uh, there was six, seven stonefish. He, he had a uh, your welcome pick of the day, which he, he tends to put in here. You guys are branding your own material in the chat, which I absolutely love. By the way, uh, hit the like button if you would. If you haven't already, please hit the like button. And Tim, we go to you. Bucks minus four and a half. What do you think? I, I get the hammer out in this game, okay? Ooh. I'm going to be hammering the Brooklyn Nets, okay? Hmm. Here's why. I once played basketball many, many years ago before the minivan, okay? I was never, though, 25 and a millionaire like McClure. So here's what you got to visualize, okay? Visualize being in New York City December 22nd as a millionaire, okay? And you're 25 and single. And the 23rd, and the 24th, and the 25th, and the 26th, and the 27th. That's how long the Bucks have been in New York. They have stayed at the plaza longer than Kevin McAllister in Home Alone 2, which is by far the best Home Alone, okay? By far. It's not even close. loud, okay? This is too much time in New York. You go down to the meatpacking district. Me and C are at catch upstairs, dancing upstairs. New York doesn't sleep, okay? And you leave Milwaukee, Algonquin for the good land? No, and now you're in New York City for that long? Sorry, six days, too many days for professional athletes to be in New York. I like the Nets money line. I like the Nets plus the points. Plus, everyone's going to be like, oh, the Nets just barely beat the Pistons. Da, da, da. The Bucks have been in New York way too long. Hammer play. Nets. Okay, I don't hate that analysis. I, I actually love it quite a bit. All right, we'll move on. Speaking of New York, the Knicks are at the Thunder. Thunder minus two and a half. This one starts at 810. Mikey B, where are we at on this one? All right, so we're going to follow the Thunder here. They've won four of their last five games. On, among those wins, they beat the Nuggets, the Clippers, and the Timberwolves. That's pretty impressive. They're 11-5 against the spread at home, 9-3 against the spread as a home favorite. Now, they have problems playing against teams with a lot of size. They did lose to the Lakers the other day. However, the Knicks don't have a lot of size. Mitchell Robinson's out. Jericho Sims is out. Uh, so I don't think there's going to be a problem. So let's go with the Thunder here. 
All right, Mike, before we get to you, uh, real quick, if you liked Home Alone 1 better than Home Alone 2, type in Home Alone 1 in the chat. And if you like the reverse, if you're with Tim Doyle, you say, I'm with Tim, or you say Home Alone 2, either one, and I'll know what you're talking about. I, listen, I, I don't think it's a terrible call, but I do think Home Alone 1 uh, does prevail over Home Alone 2. Maybe that's just nostalgia. It's been out longer. It was the first one. I don't know. But Mike McClure, I don't know if you have a take. Maybe you haven't seen Home Alone 1 and 2. Either way, what I really want is whether you like the Thunder minus 2.5 or maybe you like this total, 239.5. Uh, you know, I will say Home Alone 1 was better, but they're both great films. So, I, yeah, you know, I, I think that Tim's take is certainly the unpopular take, um, but that's OK. He, he went with the contrarian movie take, certainly the contrarian play on the Nets. It, it makes a lot of sense. So here I'm going under in this game, uh, under 239 and a half. You look at the Knicks. We know they're one of the slower teams in the NBA catching the Thunder on the second out of a back-to-back. But the one thing the Thunder do well is they actually defend. They play very good defense, uh, both in a half-court and in a transition setting. That's where I think they're going to see this game slow just a little bit. It's a massive number. We know scoring is way up in the NBA. Uh, I have this thing down to 233, though, which is still a healthy number for a New York Knicks game. Give me the under 239.5. Wow, that seems like a pretty nice edge there. Uh, Tim Doyle, Knicks or the Thunder. By the way, a lot of the votes coming in. Home Alone is winning, but there are people chiming in on your side saying, hey, everybody, rewatch Home Alone 2. I saw Chris Kish type that. So maybe maybe we need to rewatch Home Alone 2 and, and really get settled on, on who's the winner here. But uh, who's the winner in this one? Yeah, I mean, cast is better in Home Alone 2, okay? You had Rob Schneider. You had uh, the guy from um, the Halloween movie. I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, my bet here is OKC on the money line. I would not lay points in this game. I feel like this is a trap spread. Thunder just beat Minnesota. This is one of those games like I had to pick, but I, I don't like it all. And even if OKC gets up 10, I would probably bet the Knicks to try to catch a middle in this game. One thing to notice about the Knicks, 18 road games after tonight to only 12 home games. So they got six more home games coming their way, which means, right, they're probably going to get some more wins here. So tough game, but I'll take OKC on the money line. I would not lay points here. All right, we're gonna. We got two more marquee matchups left before we get into our best bets. Mikey B, I go to you with the Suns minus two and a half at the Rockets. Two twenty-five and a half is the total. This is one's at eight ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Where are you at on this one? I don't really feel great about this game. I'll lean towards following the Rockets at the minus two and a half. But the big news for them is that Dylan Brooks left yesterday's game against the Pacers with an oblique strain. You know, we got a second night of a back-to-back here. Oblique injuries are not good in the first place. So I. Highly doubt he's going to play, but the reason why I would lean towards them, Suns have lost five of their last six. Their only win during that span came over the Wizards, and the Rockets are 11-3-1 against the spread at home. Yeah, apparently when you load up on superstars and you have nothing behind it, it doesn't necessarily work out. Mike McClure, where are we at on Suns minus 2.5 at the Rockets on a back-to-back? I'm looking at the Suns side here. They need a win desperately. Uh, Things have been not going so well in this particular spot. The Rockets are a great young team, but I do have question marks about them throughout the season. Uh, When you lose Brooks potentially there, second night of a back-to-back. Playing against a big pace-up team like the Pacers last night as well, I think it does take a toll when you have a competitive game. So I'll take the Suns here to kind of break the little streak uh, and cover the short number. Tim, do you like the Suns as well? No, I hate the Suns, okay? And by the way, <clears throat> you've been betting against Phoenix. Last 11 games, Sia, they have covered once. They are 1-10 wow. in 10 against the spread the last 11 games. So a few things are true about me, okay? One, when I'm in New York, I always get everything bagel or cream cheese. There's no other choice. 
Two, when I go to a gentleman's club, my alias is always Frank Strawberry. It's just a small it's, – it's just – Daryl is one of my favorite players. Frank's my dad's middle name. And now it's bet against the Suns just blindly. Whoever they're playing, see, I have followed this trend. One in ten last 11. Roll Rockets. <laughs> All right. Roll Rockets. Mike, did you have something on that? Uh, yeah, just wanted to mention for the Suns, it looks like Yusuf Nurkic is going to give it a go today. He's listed probable, was out for some personal reasons. Uh, I do believe he is back tonight, uh, which should help the Suns defensively as they have to try and deal with uh, Shingun or Jokic All right, Jr. All right, that's good information because, yeah, Nurkic was out uh, at least the last game uh, for sure. Um, everything bagel. Uh, with cream cheese, very interesting. Yeah. I, I go, I go onion bagel or plain. I'm just kind of a plain guy, I guess. Plain bagel? Uh, oh, that I is know. like in New York. Oh, see ya. It's me. boring. I'll take Wait, the L. I do, do a slow dance only. <laughs> I don't dance. Period. Oh, All right, Mikey God. B. Let's dance with the Cavaliers and the Mavericks. Mavericks at home, a three and a half point favorite. We've got a two thirty and a half point total. What's your take on this game? My take on this game is I want no part of this game at 10, 18 a.m. Eastern time because Donovan Mitchell and Karis LeVert are questionable for the Cavaliers and Luka Doncic is questionable for the Mavericks. The Mavericks also play Thursday in Minnesota, so this is the first game of a back-to-back. Could be a situation to sit him. I can't play anything on this game until I get some more information on Luka and Donovan Mitchell. All right, Mike McClure, uh, do you have a take on this game? Maybe it's the total, 230-and-a-half. Uh, actually, surprisingly, not on the total, but the reason for it is the same as Mikey B. So we all know Luka Doncic actually matters to a spread in, in NBA. Of course he does, right? He's one of the better players. But where Luka has the biggest impact is actually on the total and uh, the way that they play. So I'm not touching it here. If I had to play something, it would simply be taking the points with the Cavs. Uh, I think that this team is good enough in the way Dallas plays. Even if Luka is in the Cavs, the pace in which they play with, they are decent enough to have a competitive basketball game either way. Um, and if we get good news on the injury report, Luca sits because of the first night of a back-to-back, um, it's, they're certainly going to end up favored in this game. So I, if I had to play something here, it would be the points with the Cavs. All right. Uh, Tim Doyle, do you have a take on this one? Yeah, I, I, I like the Cavs plus the points. I think they're playing great basketball right now. You know, they've won four or five. Uh, Max Struess got sixty-plus million dollars. Shout out to his trainer Zach Bossert. Sat with him yesterday at York High School in Elmhurst, Illinois. Uh, great job by him because Max Struess went to Lewis Division Two, transferred to DePaul. Uh, Zach basically made him the player he is. Not sure if he shaves his beard though, the way like Struess does, because Struess it almost looks like he cares, but he doesn't care. Like he doesn't care enough to shave, but it's perfectly lined up. It's the I don't care, but I care a lot look. He had 26 points against the Bulls, and that was ironically the first team that took them. So, yes, you want to make sure Luka is playing. I think it's sad, Sia. Luka and his cast of teammates, he's not going to have what Larry had with Boston, who had Mikhail and Parrish, or Magic had Kareem, or LeBron had D-Wade. Like, he doesn't have the right guy for his skill set right now, and he'll never win a championship until he does. So, unbelievable individual player, but – the Mavericks are not a real championship contender. It's kind of sad in a way, but yeah, you should probably wait to find out if Luke is playing in this game. Yeah, I completely agree with that take on the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, all right. Well, if you want to make some of these bets on these marquee matchups, where can you make them? Uh, BetMGM, that's one spot. BetMGM has all the action for every sports fan. New BetMGM customers 
can get, can sign up today and get a first bet offer up to $1,500. If your first bet loses, you will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets with code EDGE1500. Again, that's bonus code EDGE1500 over at BetMGM. All right, we got to bring Martin Green back. We got to get into, get into all of our best bets, and we've got a lot of them. The one thing we have to do before we do any of that is hear a message from our partners. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. We are back on the early edge. It's time for some Martin Green. By the way, the chat is on fire right now. Uh, talking about threes, like you, you notice sequels can be good sometimes, but like the third of something like Beverly Hills Cop 3 was deplorable. Uh, Home Alone 3, deplorable. Somebody mentioned in the chat Godfather 3, which I didn't see, by the way. Uh, allegedly deplorable. Uh, very interesting. I, Rocky be- 3, though, amazing. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, one of the better Rockies. So, yeah, let's 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 fight up for threes. If you can, if you can think of another three in a in a series, a movie series uh, that's actually good, uh, definitely put that in the chat. All right, Martin Green, we've kept you silent off the pitch long enough. You got a couple of plays for us today. Uh, what you got? I think Lethal Weapon Three is pretty good. I think that's where Joe Pesci comes into his own. Yes, the Joe Pesci thing. That's my that's my little contribution. But yeah, back to my uh, back to my soccer heartland. I am looking at Manchester City, who are now back from their club World Cup uh, conquering appearance in the Middle East. Uh, they're taking on Everton. Everton's unbeaten run came to an end when they lost two one to Tottenham on Saturday. Now face a really daunting game against Man City. I think they could struggle in this one. City are now eight points behind league leaders Liverpool, albeit with two games in hand. I think they're going to be really keen to make up lost ground in the title race. They have 11 wins and a draw from their last 12 games against Everton, which is a very impressive record. All but one of those games saw over 1.5 goals. So putting them together, Man City to win and over 1.5 goals at minus 129. Um, I'm just looking ahead to the weekend as well. I've got Nottingham Forest versus Manchester United, both teams to score and over 2.5 goals at plus 100. I think this should be a really entertaining clash. It finished 3-2 to Man United when these teams met earlier in the season. Just saw yesterday that United beat Aston Villa. Really good comeback there. Uh, 3-2 and Forrest are coming off an impressive 3-1 victory over Newcastle. Both of these teams are really dangerous on the counter-attack. So it should be another open, entertaining game. So, yeah, I like both teams to score in over 2.5 goals there at plus 100. I saw the Buckets has uh, Wolves versus Brentford, both teams to score today as well and yeah really like that one so i think i'll back that one too all right both teams to score over 2.5 you say which equals at least three hopefully and by the way in the chat you've really come with it oceans 13 
that that's pretty clever. Um, Lethal Weapon three. We we mentioned Die Hard three, Rush Hour three, and Return of the Jedi. That it is the third in that series. So, uh, <clears throat> Police Academy three. Uh, not so sure. I can't remember Police Academy three. Uh, all right, let's go to Mikey B. But Mikey, you got a little unlucky yesterday. If we're if we're being honest, especially about one regarding one of your props. But you come back with two more props. Let's hear about them. Yeah, I was trash yesterday. Fred Van Vliet was basically not shooting in the first half. He missed by two points. I certainly would have been on Clint Capella if I known that the rebounding machine that is Andre Drummond was going to start. But today we're going to come back with two winners. So first, we're going to do Pascal Siakam over 24 and a half points. Now he's only averaging 21.3 points per game for the season, so this line might seem high. He does have at least 25 points in five of his last nine games. The reason why I'm taking the over is he's playing the Wizards. It's a great matchup. They play at the fastest pace. They have the worst defensive rating in the league. They also don't have a lot of size up front. Siakam is very aggressive against smaller teams. When he played them earlier this season, he had 39 points in that game. He took 23 shots and 14 free throw attempts. So I think he'll be aggressive again, and we'll go over 24 and a half points. And then I'm going to stay in that same game. I'm going to go to the other side. I'm going to take Tyus Jones over 19 and a half points and assists. It has taken him some time to adjust to being with the Wizards. He's playing alongside two high-usage guys in Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma. But he settled in nicely. He's got at least 20 combined points and assists in each of the last six games. With the Wizards playing at such a fast place and him finally settling in his new role, I think he'll go over 19 and a half points and assists. And for my contribution to this movie thing, this might not be a popular take. I love all the Austin Powers movies, so we'll take Austin Powers with Goldmember, which was the third installment of that series. All right. All right. Yeah, Very baby. Getting some applause, I'm sure, from the chat as well. Uh, we got a lot of uh, uh, three takes there. Uh, let's uh, let's give two plays out right now, though, that are actually from Sportsline. Sportsline site picks. We've got North Carolina, West Virginia. That game, I believe, is at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time today. We've got the under on the site, 56 and a half. This might have ticked down a, a, a point or two, uh, depending on what book you're looking at. But take the under 56 and a half if you can get it there. And we've also got Oklahoma State. Minus two. Again, we've got North Carolina, West Virginia under 56 and a half. Uh, don't forget in that North Carolina game, Drake may not playing in that game. Uh, backup quarterback might be pretty decent, though, but they're, they're likely to keep it on the ground. So that certainly caters to the under a little bit. And then Oklahoma State, again, minus two. Those are two sports line site picks. If you want to get all the sports line site picks, it's actually really easy. Go to sportsline.com. And if you're not already a member, Shame on you. And again, if you're not, that's okay, because you can get 60% off our annual plan just by typing in winners. That is our promo code, winners. You type that in, you get 60% off an already very inexpensive annual plan. So go ahead to sportsline.com backslash join, and you'll get a chance to get that 60% off the annual plan right there. Again, promo code winners. All right, we've got a few more, including my play here. We've got a few more plays to give out. But before we do that, let's hear a message from our partners. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions. You never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. 
For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. Okay, we're back and let's get to uh, my official play today. Coming off a nice win. I've actually had a pretty good college bowl season so far. I haven't had a lot of picks, but the picks I have had one, we had UNLV over 26 and a half. I told you you could take it at 27 and a half as well. They murdered it. They ended up scoring 36 points. So that one came in pretty easily with about 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter there. Hopefully this one comes in easily too, but maybe not as easy because it's a lower scoring game. I'm going Virginia Tech minus 10. We'll have another play in this game coming from Mike McClure, a little different take on this game, but I've got Virginia Tech minus 10 at minus 105. This is one of those situations where Virginia Tech, not a super impressive team, not a team that's going to run up the score on you. But if you look at their last eight games, they've actually played really well. They've won five out of the last eight, which doesn't sound super impressive, impressive. But their three losses are to quality teams. Let's see. They lost to FSU. They lost to Louisville. They lost to NC State. They're taking care of the teams that they are expected to beat. And that's what got them bowl eligible. Now, the question becomes in a low total, this is around 44, 43 and a half. Can they win by more than 10 points? And the answer is, in my opinion, yes. And it's partly because Tulane, their opponent, doesn't have their head coach, doesn't have their starting quarterback, Michael Pratt, doesn't have their starting receiver. I should say a couple starting receivers, including, including Chris Brazel. They don't have some guys on the defensive line. They don't have some guys in the secondary. And while Virginia Tech has some guys out too, it's far fewer than the number of guys and, and the number of important guys that Tulane has on both sides of the ball. So when I look at how Virginia Tech closed the season, and when I look at the head coach and some of the key players being gone for Tulane. This is one of those spots where motivation might be an issue with Virginia Tech largely intact and Tulane really kind of in disarray from some of the key players being out. I do think they slowly grind this game and grind Tulane to a halt, specifically on Tulane's offensive side of the ball. I think Virginia Tech rolls in this one. I think they cover this relatively easily, even in a low scoring affair. All right, that's my pick. And by the way, that is at two o'clock today. So you're going to want to get that in uh, relatively early. Mike McClure, you have a take on this game as well. I mentioned the under a couple of times in my take, and you have a play on the under, but it's a, a particular kind of under. Talk to us about it. It is, Tia. You know, you hear lots of talk in the world about delayed gratification. Not today. We're betting the first game of the day, the first possible bet you could make here. It is the first quarter under 10 on BetMGM, this number is available minus 120 over there. You will find nine and a halfs around the market as well. I like under 10 minus 120, and I like under nine and a half plus 110. I do not like under nine and a half at minus 115 that you can find. So if you got BetMGM over here, play it under 10 minus 120 in the first quarter. Uh, as many of you know, we love betting first quarter unders in general. Very friendly in college football this year with the rule change, uh, with the clock running still after the first downs. Uh, what you mentioned, Sia, uh, Tulane, they've been absolutely devastated by changes, transfer portal, coaching change, all of that, opt-outs, getting ready for the NFL draft, not having Michael Pratt and head coach Willie Fritz, massive deal. Then you remove the two productive wide receivers, you remove a tight end who is actually pretty good as well. And then the fact that this game is played in Annapolis, Maryland. Why is that important? That is like a 
massive hub for Virginia Tech alum. This is essentially going to be a home game for Virginia Tech in a bowl game in which it's going to be raining throughout the game. I think there's a lot working against Tulane here. I think they don't have a lot of success early in this one. So we're essentially fading two touchdowns here. You will have a push condition alive if you play this under 10 minus 120 at that MGM if we're talking touchdown field goal in the opening frame. Uh, I do think Tulane's offensive line is decent still, which should allow them some success. Uh, but I, I think we keep the ball on the ground a little bit, especially early. Uh, so give me under 10 in the first quarter. All right. I absolutely love that play. Uh, and I do agree uh, with uh, the low scoring, especially on the Tulane side. I see Tim Doyle uh, with the sunglasses on. He's furiously typing into his phone. Uh, he's probably putting in Mike's bet. Hopefully he's putting in my bet too. But Tim, you're undefeated here, sir. So I don't mean to jinx you, or maybe I do. I'm not sure. You'll never know. You've got two NBA picks. You're trying to go 6-0 and on the early edge. The floor is yours, sir. Yeah, I, I, first of all, Barner's Pascal Siakam bet. Thank you for that. I took that. Great point. I mean, he shot the ball 20 times and he got to the free throw line. Meanwhile, he must have shot the ball like 35 times. Love that play. I love McClure's play because there's a ray of sunlight right now that is hitting him in his Royals hat. That, that's why I put the sunglasses on. It was like angels were speaking to me first quarter under Tulane, Virginia Tech. Like, oh, it's hitting him, right? That The sunlight is telling you who to play. So I will play that as well. I got a little parlay mixed up there. Two NBA games, no Embiid for uh, 76ers. So we know how much I love the Magic. I know they're on the second half of back-to-back, but every game the 76ers have played without Joel Embiid. Somebody wins, they have zero. So give me Orlando on that spot. And lastly... You just joined the show. You missed it. The Milwaukee Bucks have been in New York City for six days. That's too long for professional athletes to be in the city that doesn't sleep. Yes, Giannis is getting his sleep because Giannis is Giannis and he goes hard in the skills challenge at the All-Star game. But the other players, oh, they've been out. They've been dancing there. New York New York doesn't sleep during the holidays. It's not like some sleepy Milwaukee city. They're in the busiest city in the world. And I bet you they have been partying like Eddie Murphy was in trading places when he got upgraded, okay? Hammer the nets in this game and see ya. We stay undefeated. I, I'm picturing, see, we can't see Tim Doyle's desk. I'm picturing there's like literally somewhere between 30 and 50 props just laid out on his desk for these shows, which, by the way, I appreciate the dedication because you seem to have a prop for every take, for every situation. Absolutely love it. And there was a comment. Joey Blaze says, Doyle got flavor, yo. And uh, there's there's no question. Well, that kid doesn't have flavor. But the grown-up version of Tim Doyle definitely has flavor. Absolutely love it. These Wednesdays are not just rapid fire, but they are on fire for sure. Uh, let me see. There was a couple questions in the chat. Before we get out of here, real quick, Japan5, who's a, a Big-time loyal follower of this show. I see Taylor DeHart in there. Um, so big cheesies in here. I mean, God, everybody's in here. Jeff Sternberg is in here. Uh, he's hilarious. But there was a question about my play. Uh, the minus 10, like, it's minus 10 and a half on some books. What I would say about that, because it was minus 10 and a half at all books yesterday. Keep in mind, this thing opened at five and a half. It grew to 10 and a half because of all the opt-outs for Tulane. I was actually waiting for it. The reason I didn't put this play in last night is because I thought some books would come down to 10. Well, it turns out most books did come down to 10 this morning. I expect those 10 and a halves that have been lagging behind. 
I expect them to drop to 10 before kickoff. So I think you could actually be patient and wait to wait for that 10 to show up because I do think the difference between 10 and 10 and a half in this one is important enough to stay patient and just go ahead and try to wait for the better number. I don't think it grows to 11. And even if it does, the difference between 10 and a half, 11, not super extreme. So I would try to wait for the 10 there. So uh, hopefully that answers your question, Japan five and anybody else who has that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think that just about does it. A little little golf clap from Tim Doyle. Uh, What a show. I mean, this thing was absolutely packed uh, with picks. The chat, you guys have been unbelievable. Hopefully you hit the like button. Forget about that, though. You guys have been so good participating in this chat. We really appreciate it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget at 3 p.m. Oh, the recap screen. Let's let's see the recap screen. We have so many picks. We got to see the recap screen. All right, Virginia Tech minus 10. We talked about that. Mike McClure, again, don't forget this Virginia Tech game is at 2 o'clock. Tulane, Virginia Tech, first quarter under 10 points at minus 120. Martin Green's got Man City, Moneyline, and the over one and a half. Nottingham Forest, Man United, both teams to score, and over two and a half. That's at plus money, or even money, I should say. Pascal Siakam from Mikey B, over 24 and a half points. Tyus Jones, over 19 and a half points and assists. Tim Doyle, trying to stay undefeated. Magic, minus two and a half. Nets, plus four and a half. And our site plays, Oklahoma State, minus two. North Carolina, West Virginia, under 56 and a half. Ladies and gentlemen, that was an incredible show. I hope you feel the same. Uh, We're coming at you with as much energy and positivity and picks as we possibly can every single day. You'll see it at 3 o'clock with our college football playoff preview when it comes to these bowl games and in a lot of these games that we still have left to go, and there's plenty of them. I will see you tomorrow at 10 a.m. on the Early Edge. On behalf of the undefeated Tim Doyle, Mike McClure, Mikey B, Martin Green, Jake the Snake on the ones and twos. I am the counselor of cash. This is the early ed, and we rest our case. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search The Rest is Football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meets.